Welcome to the Heaping Scoop Podcast, where balance meets lifestyle, the best place to get your mind and body in shape, with your hosts, Andrew Shepard and Bryce Wiggins. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we will be discussing whether you should use the sauna or not. Okay, to get us started, Bryce, I know that you're somebody who's very passionate about recovery after you weightlift and exercise, so... In your opinion, what are the best recovery practices after weightlifting or just exercising on the whole? Yeah, so, I mean, one of the main reasons why, uh, just to preface here, um, one of the main reasons why I like recovery so much is probably probably because I dealt with a lot of injuries in the past. Uh, now I'm feeling pretty good, and I've kind of learned how my body works and what what's good for me. Um, but I think if you're going to do say weightlifting right after, um, a lot of reports and a lot of, uh, scientific papers have shown the benefits of using the sauna as one of the main things that you should do. So heat exposure to a certain, you know, temperature will give you the benefits and, um, help with cardiovascular health along with overall health in terms of like recovery and muscle uh, growth stimulus. So for for beginners, I think the sauna would be a good thing to do, you know, five to 10 minutes in the beginning right after your weightlifting to, to get you started with, I guess, your recovery journey, if you will. Okay, so I, I assume you've used a sauna what, what would you say your experience is when you've used it? Like the first time you used it, how was it? Yeah, so I only started using it um, probably start of January. Um, I got a, a gym membership at 24-Hour Fitness and with a friend. And uh, I started using it because I never had it. I didn't have it available to me before. So when I first used it, I... Obviously, it was a little bit harder in the beginning, like to kind of get used to the heat for a while. But I would do, I think I would do 10 minutes. And then I like went up, we went up to 15, my friend and I. So um, I don't know, I felt a lot better in terms of recovery. Like I didn't have to do as much like foam rolling. I didn't have to, you know, get a lot more sleep, even though that's very important. I just felt like I didn't have to maintain my body with stretching or foam rolling a lot more um, the next day. Like I didn't feel as sore as well. So it, it definitely helped um, recovery and I was able to grow a lot more in terms of lean muscle mass over time. And when you go into the sauna, I, I've never been in one. I've never seen one. I don't know if mm -hmm. they have any in Trinidad and any gyms <laughs> I have been to, but what is like when you go in do you just go in and like your underwear and a towel or like how do you go in well i mean since it's a public gym i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go in my yeah. underwear i just go in my shorts or whatever um okay. i yeah. know there are like saunas that um like you can go in like naked if you wanted to right in like a robe but i think well, those, that's those more... are the ones i've like seen i've those are the ones well, that there's I see a on TV and stuff like that where people 
yeah like a steam room i'm saying like is that what you're gonna say yeah. steam room yeah is that, so is that different from a sauna yeah so a sauna is more like humid heat like hot heat like right you'll just sweat from like the heat alone but from yeah. uh a steam room it's more wet like the humidity is different so it's not as humid but yeah um it's a lot of steam and you're um there's a lot more precipitation within like in the in the room itself so one's wet one is just hot okay um steam room i would suggest if you're like if you have a cold or you're sick or you feel like you're you need to breathe a little bit better um i would suggest doing that i've done both but yeah you just um go in the sh your shorts or uh whatever you're wearing that's that's what i do at least um but there are ones that are specific like a specific place for saunas um yeah i think most of them most of those are going to be like in in europe i believe um which is where it came from i think it it comes from i don't want to be incorrect here but i think it's finland but yeah most of those you just like go in and it's more like uh sauna bay so everyone just pulls into this one room um and they just have a robe on that's all and then they have like the the stones and stuff like the the coals that you can put in there like the the heated coals yeah. It's pretty cool. I've never had one of those. I think the one at my gym is it's just like a like a coiled heater on the side. It's not in the middle. Some of them you'll see in the middle, which yeah. are pretty cool to see. But um there's different types of ones, but it all I believe they all do the same benefits, regardless of which one you're doing. Um but yeah. Just go in like your shorts or whatever in a robe if i mean if you really want to be bougie you can do a robe <laughs> put on a robe but you don't have to so i heard you mentioned it was that it came from finland so do you know anything more about like the history of saunas and like how long it's been around and when it's become popularized popularized for people to use as a form of recovery from exercise um i think I, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was like around, I don't know, like 19, I, I want to say 1940s, but that's probably wrong. Um, yeah. But a lot of like the the Nordic or like, what is that, Scandinavia? Scandinavian. Scandinavian yeah. countries. Yeah, a lot of the Scandinavian, Jesus Christ, a lot of the Scandinavian countries would use this um, more like a, I guess, relaxation method, right? I don't think they were like yeah. lifting weights or lifting, I don't know, if it was even further back, like 1800s or whatever. I don't think they were lifting stones or whatever and then going into the, the sauna. Maybe they were, but it was a form of like relaxation. Um, and I guess you could consider it more like healing properties if, if for yeah. those of you who are interested in that um probably a form of healing but i think the benefits still you know are are taken in even if you're um in there for five ten minutes so like a very short time i don't think you need to be in there yeah. for 30 minutes at at a time 
but I think um, I know the recommended is like uh, I want to say like throughout for within one week if you do five to ten minute sessions or or five to fifteen minute sessions then you'd be getting those same benefits and I think it decreases the likelihood or chances of you getting any cardiovascular disease. So that goes down um, along with the increase in muscle growth. Gro wow. The increase in muscle growth and um, your, your hormones. So for men, testosterone goes up. And I think for women, the uh, estrogen goes up as well. Okay. So those were some of the benefits. Like, what are some of the negatives or the cons of using a sauna if somebody doesn't use it properly and they overuse it, I guess? Like, I assume spending a long time in there every day is not good for your health. Um, I don't know. I would, I would disagree. Like, I, I think a lot of the time people are just, like, kind of reluctant because it's like, oh, I don't want to spend time, uh, like, overheating my body. When in reality, yeah. the thing what you're doing with heat exposure, you want to, the reason you're doing that is so that your body, your core temperature gets, is able to calm down at like higher levels and you're able to tolerate that, yeah. that amount of heat at once um, yeah. for a longer period of time. So it's the same thing with uh, cold exposure right? The reason you do cold exposure is so your body can adapt to the cold a little bit longer. So you're not um, feeling sick um, a lot easier and your body is more immune to those, um, those temperatures and those conditions. So the same idea is, is a uh, practice with um, heat exposure, right? And I think a lot of the time people are kind of misunderstood with the benefits i mean obviously you're not going to go in there uh drinking alcohol that was obviously that's an obvious thing you don't want to overheat yourself and drink alcohol you'll probably just pass out or feel very ill in there also um if you have any like cardiac problems like cardiovascular problems um rather then i don't think you should indulge yourself in a sauna after your workout because your your heart's already like beating pretty pretty quickly after the workout because you're working yourself to a certain extent where you want to either grow grow muscle or you're working on your endurance whatever it may be i don't think you should go into a sauna and expose yourself to high temperatures of heat if you have you know those those problems alone so I think it's only case by case where um, if you have those problems uh, going into, you know, before you even go into a sauna, I don't think it's going to be something that's going to benefit you, um, especially. But who knows? There may be some scientific papers saying that, you know, if you had, I don't know, a, uh, what's it called? not a, not a pacemaker, but you had like surgery on your heart. Like say you had bad arteries yeah. in your heart and you got surgery, then maybe there's some evidence where like, Oh, if you go into a sauna for five minutes every day for a year, 
then you'll your likelihood of getting that again, getting surgery or like having heart problems will go down immensely. So who knows? We shall see in the next couple of years. Maybe uh, Andrew Huberman will, will indulge us in, in some more evidence as to why saunas are good for um, patients with heart problems. Who knows? Okay, so how do you think people can get over their stigmatism or just reluctance to go into this and go into the sauna for the first time as a form of recovery? Like, how do you recommend people just trying it? Yeah. Um, so if you're reluctant to go into it or fearful um, to go into a sauna, just I honestly would probably just go with a friend. Or like if you see other people go in, then obviously you don't have to stay as long as them. But just go in and if you don't want to do like the full 10 minutes or so, um, just do like five minutes at a time. If if you want to go in like the first three minutes, then go out and then come back in, like take a break and then uh, go back in for the last two minutes, then you can do that just kind of get used to it at first. Cause I mean, to some people it may be a shock to others. It may be, um, very comfortable, you know? Um, I mean, I've, I've only been doing it for like a couple months, but I, I do see the benefits and I, I do appreciate, um, that it's working. So I would just say, go with a friend in the beginning and then kind of work your way up to that 10 minute mark or 15 minute mark, whatever you want to reach throughout the week so the first time you went you went with rishi or did you go alone no i went with rishi we both went in and then we kind of like alternate days of uh sauna yeah. and then tried the steam room i didn't like the steam room just because like it it, it just yeah. was so wet i don't like <laughs> i had to drive yeah. home after i was, that, I was gonna know? ask you i was gonna ask you which one did you prefer and you just answered me you preferred the sauna over the steam room yeah um i think this yeah the steam room i I would only use if you need to like clear up your sinuses or something like that um or you feel kind of sick i guess and you just need to breathe um but they're both relatively the same one is just uh wetter than the other (laughs) so yes sauna is definitely i like a lot better some people may disagree I don't know if for you, Andrew, but like you're already living in a country where um, you're, you're, the sauna is already there outside. So I don't think you need it um, since you already li- live in those those uh, high temperature or that hot temperature uh, conditions already. Because it's, it's, it's hot year round, right? Said, yeah. And I remember you said that it was founded in Scandinavia, and I don't. Scandinavia is a pretty cool, cold place, so maybe that's why they invented it. Yeah, they wanted to feel some type of, um, I guess, warmth. summer, <laughs> a warmth, yeah. um, uh, something different from their uh, year-round snow or like cold, you know. Um, so yeah, that yeah. could be another reason why. So, what is the protocol that somebody should follow when they go into the sauna? Like, what do they need to do? 
what do they need to bring and how they should how should they prepare for it mentally yeah so obviously i think with anything new you want to go into something um with an open mind of course so mm-hmm. don't just expect it to work within like the first time um i think with this you'll feel a lot better like after um like a week or two in terms of like recovery and benefits so um i would say for the for the first timers or like a regular protocol that you can kind of follow um don't stay in there longer than 15 to 20 minutes kind of build your way up as i said um and that's multiple yeah. times throughout um each week so you want to hit 15 minutes um within one week if you do it multiple times so reach that goal um drink water during when you're in there um if you just kind of feel like you need to drink a water you feel like your mouth is drying out um just take a couple sips of water like every i don't know two to three minutes or so it doesn't have to be specific to that just make sure you have water while in there so you're not like dying of like heat exhaustion um and then when you get out you want to cool down gradually so walk out of the, the sauna and just like sit for a little bit maybe like a minute or so um and dry yourself off and then you can go home uh whether you're driving home or or you're walking home whatever it is uh just cool down gradually so you're not like getting up so quickly and then you risk the chance of like i don't know you um feeling very flush and and out of like discombobulated basically and don't i wouldn't use the sauna when you're when you're sick I don't think you should like overly heat up your body when you're sick in the sauna. Uh, maybe steam room would probably be a better option. As I said, like it helps clear up your sinuses. So um, sauna, I wouldn't use while you're like sick. And also uh, I would bring a towel, obviously um, you're going to be sweating. That's just what, it, that's just how it is it's a sauna so you're you're heating your body up and you're sweating so bring a towel so you can dry off after and i think you all should be good um it's it's something that you kind of just have to get used to um as anything like going to the gym if you haven't been to before been before those movements are going to be very foreign and and awkward in the beginning um i it's funny because like (laughs) when i was when I was training Andrew in football, um, he, he would dribble through the cones and it would just look so awkward and, and kind of like robotic. And it wasn't as like, you know, it didn't flow when you're moving left to right, left to right. So he kind of had to get used to it. And they got better overall uh, over the weeks, but it was just, it, it it's funny how to see like the transformation of like in the beginning, like, oh, he's moving like, horribly (laughs) like a like a like bambi on ice and then he um transforms into some a graceful footballer um the the dozer as we like to say (laughs) dozer
Thanks for listening. Make sure to rate and review each episode and follow us on social media. Stay fit and keep grinding.